Quincy is a little girl who was born with a cleft lip, and she just had surgery, but she's not a baby. She's 11 years old. For 11 years, she's had a cleft lip, and now, finally, she can smile, and she is smiling. Her daddy is smiling, and this healing came to her through a surgery that was provided because of Cure International. Cure heals kids, and sometimes that healing is not just about the precious little body that gets the surgery, but healing comes to the entire family. If you would like to follow the story of a child who's in the hospital right now waiting to have surgery, you can. You can see their pictures. You can send them encouraging notes. Just click on Cure when you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talk to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cave. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Carrie Scott wrote a book called Untangled, and that book has been very helpful for lots of people, myself included. And just when Carrie thought, well, I think I'll write another book. Let's move on. The Lord reined her back in and said, well, actually, the Untangled message has only yet begun. And so... Now something has been birthed out of Untangled that is, actually it's happening all across America. It's called the Fab Five Challenge. And so lots of people are now hearing the Untangled message for the very first time, right? Maybe you're one of them. Like, what's it mean to be untangled? Does this have something to do with my my hair and my brushing my hair? What's tangled again? The Christmas lights? Yes. What else? And so the Fab Five Challenge is five friends, five tangles five weeks. It's like a study. It's like a it's like a tool that you can use to get into community. And I was actually kind of surprised to find out that not only is Carrie instrumental in helping create the Fab Five Challenge with our friend Lisa Kyle, but I just found out that she's actually doing the Fab Five Challenge with some of her friends. It was surreal. I'm like sitting in this room with my friends last night and all of them are holding my book <laughs> and we're talking about book and I had one of those moments you know when you kind of lift out of your body and you survey the area and you're like wait a minute back up the bus right hold the phone and it was so cool to see that it really was and to hear my friends talk about some of the challenges they faced with their tingles and their their insecurities and fear and unworthiness and shame and you know, all the struggles that we have, those struggles that make us feel like we don't measure up, we we aren't good enough. I mean, you know what I'm talking about because you're feeling like no one sees me. I don't matter. I'm unimportant or insignificant. And you know that feeling of I just don't have what it takes. I'll never be who everybody thinks I should be or the world tells me I should be. And for me, I was in such denial that that was my real issue that I was like, oh, no, I'm not insecure. I don't feel unworthy. I'm not invisible until I really began the process. And over the year-long untangling process, which I'm still, of course, will always be untangling, right? That is true. Uh, But I began to see, oh, this 
proud, cocky Lisa who can take any mountain and doesn't need anybody. Thank you. I can handle it myself. And we're going to make it through this by my sheer grit that that girl was covering up this person, this little girl that was like, I'm invisible and I don't, I don't matter. Well, here's the funny thing. I didn't think I had any issues either. (laughs) And, And really because I grew up hearing of all the things that I wasn't. And so why in in the world would I, as an adult, admit there was anything wrong with me? I had heard it all my life. And so I didn't even realize I was tangled until God started unpacking this in my life. And then I started writing it down. And then it turned into this book. And then somebody wanted to publish it. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, what have I done? You have told the world the truth about your stuff. That's a very nice way to say that. (laughs) That's exactly right. What woman in her ever-loving mind would write a book with all of her insecurities? Here's what's so cool is I'm seeing it being used as a tool by the Lord to open doors and unscale eyes and and unlock hearts. And people are going, whoa, much like you, Lisa, just kind of going, no, I don't have any problems. And then all of a sudden, dude. I got some problems, right? <laughs> right. And maybe you're feeling the same way. You're like, I have nothing. I'm I am totes my goats. You know, I'm like, great. I am a lister. But here's what's so cool is every one of us, I guarantee you, every one of us, and that means you listening to me right now, you have insecurities, things that keep you from living a joyful life, things that keep you from understanding the value and the significance that you have. There are things that keep you silent. You don't speak up because you're afraid of being judged. Sometimes you don't even want to walk into community because community is so tricky because it's hurt you before. So when I walked into my group last night, I knew these women. These women and I have a past. We have a history together. Some of it's been hard, but it's always come around to something so sweet. Community is tricky. It's hard, right? Oh, oh yeah. I think a lot of us avoid being vulnerable because of the pain of being vulnerable in the past, and you get so deeply wounded. Women wound women, and men wound men, and then we all wound each other. It's Community is hard, and in the Bible, God commands us to be in community. It's, it's important. It is something that he created for us, and... And so often we run from it because we remember those times we've been betrayed or the jealousy that we have felt or the inadequacy we have felt. So community being tricky is pretty is pretty commonplace, I would say. So I walk into this group and it was sweet to be with these women again. It really was. They are amazing women. They love the Lord. They love me. They have loved me when I was nasty and and hurting and healing and defensive. And, and, and when I would pick up every offense that could possibly be picked up, I was a wounded little bird. I really was. And they loved me through it. So here was the coolest thing, though, that they did. Um, the one that was leading Leading the group had this this activity for us to do, and I just had to share it with you today because it was so cool. She had these rocks that were sitting on the table with some Sharpies, and maybe you want to do this in your group, or maybe there's a group that you need to have a deeper connection with, and, and maybe you use this for what your purposes are. But she had us write on the rock the one thing, the biggest thing, the biggest tangle that we would find in being in community together. So in other words, what is the one thing for me that is going to trip me up with this group of women? 
And so we listened to a really great song and we thought about it. We prayed about it. And I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, what is it? And he just put it in my mind. And my biggest tangle, the potential for me to get the most frustrated out of this community and to feel um, like I don't want anything to do with it is when I'm not seen. And, And so everybody had their own different things. But for me, when I am not seen, when I'm not celebrated, when people don't show up for me. It's like you don't matter. Oh, and I will run the other direction and I will probably burn everything around me because <laughs> I will be angry and, you know, I will be hurt. And, you know, anger is your second emotion. So out of my pain, out of my pain, I would be I would be so angry that I would lash out. So um, anyway, I thought that was so wise to identify what is it in each of us that keeps us from stepping into community? What is that? And if you're not even in a group right now and you're afraid to and, and you're scared to ask the Lord, what is that one thing that is keeping me from stepping into community? And maybe you need to write it on a rock and then you go out behind your house, as long as there's not windows in the house behind you, and you toss that rock away and you just exchange it and you say, Lord, I'm giving you this. And what I need back, Father God, is for you to give me confidence. I need you to give me forgiveness. I need you to heal my heart of shame. I need whatever it is, whatever tangle it is, Lord, I need you to fix me because here's the bottom line. We can't fix ourselves, Lise. We've tried, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Cookies, (laughs) community, Mm -hmm. church, achieving. Achieving. Yeah, achieving. I will take this and I will make it happen and I'll be the best at it. And if, if, if I hurt people along the way, it's okay because I'm climbing this mountain right now. And so that's been my medication sometimes. Mm-hmm. Listen, you matter and we need you in this world. We need your voice. We need your presence. Yes, we need your right. gifts. That's we right. need your blessings. We need your talents. Don't you know you're here for a reason? And if if you are not feeling like you have the ability or the worth to step out in community, that is a lie from the pit of hell. Can I say hell on your show? You just did. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you the enemy It's a lie from the pit. It is. It is. It and is. the enemy wants to keep you discouraged. He wants to shut your mouth. He wants to lock you up in in tangles of unworthiness and you have to fight against it. Every day. Oh, right. Boom. This is really, really hitting me hard because if Jesus died so that you could be free from this, he's already provided your freedom. He paid with his own life and his own blood, his own sacrifice, his own humiliation, humility. He paid the price for your freedom. So when Carrie looks you in the face and says, this is for you, I'm like, yeah. The price has been paid. This is for you. So you don't have to stay in the tangles anymore. You can actually be who God's called you to be. You can walk in this power and freedom from God Almighty for your life. This is for you. And you have to do it. Nobody can make this happen for you. No one can fix it for you. You can't even fix it. And so you would pray something like this, Lord, I'm scared to death to get back into community. I have been wounded. Girls are snarky. Those people hurt me. I am scared to be um, to be seen. I'm scared for people to to learn who I am and not think I'm okay. And so, Father, I need for you to break down those walls as I step forward in obedience. I need you to break down those walls so that I can be in community because it is vital. As a matter of fact, community is one of the things God uses to heal you the very most. So, of course, the enemy doesn't want you to, to be in community. I mean, Lisa, you have you have healed me so much. Just your friendship, 
just the ability for, for me to be who I am and to share the tangles that are on my heart. It's okay. I know. <laughs> it's just cool. So as much as community hurts you, the Lord uses community to heal you. And so That's such a good word. It Carrie. is a good word. Is. That is. I need to hear that today. I need to hear that today. As much as community hurts you, God uses community to heal you. You know, whatever God tries to build, the enemy tries to destroy. And so God created a community to be something sweet, to help us, you know, uh, uh, soften the hard edges, to help us heal some of the effects of our childhood. And so the enemy comes in and turns it against us because he knows the power of it. Oh, yeah, I see that. He knows the power of community. So get up. And 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 dust yourself off and take a risk again and and step into community, even when it's scary and even when it's uh, risky and even when you feel like it doesn't matter and you don't matter and, and watch God honor that and bless it. Not all of us are super creative. And we can't always figure it out. So sometimes we buy a book or we join a Bible study going on at a church and we timidly tiptoe into the potential of community. And so if you are burning inside now to listen to the message that Carrie just gave you and you're like, oh, 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 okay, what do I do? Like, how does it look? Like, how do I put flesh on the bones? This is a tool. The Fab Five Challenge is simply a tool where you to be the facilitator, you contact four friends and you say, I want to have a deeper relationship with you, ultimately with God, but through community with you and three other friends. And so would you join me in a five-week Bible study? And Carrie has the tools available. And so come to lifewithlisawilliams.com and then click on Carrie and you'll see a link somewhere. You'll find a link to her page. And you can take the Fab Five Challenge with us. You heard her, right? She's not just wanting to be famous and sell lots of books. <laughs> she wants you to be free. I want you to be free. You want you to be free. And ultimately, God has paid the ultimate price so that you can be free. And it's time to walk that out. So lifewithlisawilliams.com. Click on Carrie Scott. Hashtag thanks for listening. <laughs>